Online life could be about to change for more than 160 million Brazilians using social media. Brazil's landmark fake news law hit a hurdle this week when a vote in Parliament was postponed. Here to tell us more is our technology editor, Peter O'Brien. Hello, Peter. Hi, Thomas. Uh, this law is the next big effort to regulate big tech, and uh, big tech doesn't like it. No, they don't. It will no doubt undergo further changes this law as the debates continue. But essentially, Bill 2630 will put the onus on internet companies like search engines and social media to find, identify and report illegal material. And if they don't, they'll face hefty fines. Now, of course, tech companies have been fiercely lobbying against this, with Google notably putting a link on its homepage in Brazil, stating very bluntly this fake news law could increase confusion over what's really Real and false in Brazil, linking to a blog post against it. Brazil's justice minister told Google to take down the link, which they did, although they claimed that it was set to expire anyway. And the Supreme Court has called on the chief execs of Google, Meta and Spotify to testify over their campaigns, while Brazil's antitrust regulator is investigating them as well. Now, for some local knowledge, I can bring in Constance Malloy, France 24's Rio de Janeiro correspondent. Thanks for being with us, Constance. Disinformation has been cited as a driving factor in things like anti-vaxxer deaths in Brazil, things like um, a series of fatal attacks in schools, and even the election of far-right former President Jair Bolsonaro and, of course, the January riots in Brasilia. So does the fight against fake news feel more real and urgent in Brazil? Uh, yes, absolutely. I think that is a, a fair assessment. Um, Brazil, as you mentioned, is a huge social media market and it's also an extremely polarised country politically and that makes it extremely fertile ground for the proliferation of fake news. Uh, it's worth remembering, as you noted, that Bolsonaro became president after winning an election that was, for the first time in Brazil, marked by the use of organised misinformation campaigns online, mainly spread over WhatsApp. Uh, and that then, as president, he was frequently reprimanded for, uh, uh, for spreading fake news, whether that was about COVID vaccines, whether that was about Brazil's electoral system, and that Bolsonarismo really put fake news at the top of the agenda in Brazil. And then now, in recent months, under the new Lula government, uh, we've seen a series of events which have heightened these concerns with fake news and with their real-life impact. And those are, as you mentioned, the uh, Brasilia riots, uh, an anti-democratic uprising that was organised online, uh, an increasing series of uh, school attacks which seem to be linked at least in part to uh, social media. Uh, and these are issues which have really precipitated this conversation around social media companies' uh, duty of care, around uh, them taking more responsibility for content moderation, and which has pushed the government to lead the charge on trying to get legislation approved. With these violent events taking place, why is the issue, this new law, so divisive in Parliament? Um, it's an ideological issue in Parliament. Uh, obviously, there's opposition coming from the big techs. Uh, there were some legitimate concerns that the bill might favour some special interests. But in Congress, uh, the issue is ideological. Uh, the government, uh, the governing coalition, of course, uh, supports the bill. The House Speaker, who leads a large sort of independent bloc, is also in favour of it. But it's the Bolsonaro-supporting conservative opposition that is stridently opposed to it, criticising it, saying that it will favour big media groups, saying that it will encourage censorship. Uh, but this is criticism coming, of course, from a political bloc that is notorious for spreading fake news. So now the, the vote has been delayed in Parliament. Um, the government are very keen to get this pushed through quickly before we see more tragedies. So do we know what the next steps are in Parliament? 
Uh, well, they need to set a new date for the vote. That hasn't been done yet, but the bill will need to be approved in the lower house after a discussion there and then go to the Senate. So quite a lot of hoops to jump through and we could be discussing this issue for a while yet. Thank you very much, Constance Mallory, there in Brazil. So changing the nature of the internet doesn't just happen overnight, Thomas. And, Peter, that's what, of course, the politicians think in Brazil. But what about the, the general public there? Well, I can look at one poll done by campaign group Avars. Of course, they're in favour of the bill, so take it with a bit of a pinch of salt. But it showed that almost four-fifths of Brazilians want a law regulating social media, including 60% of Bolsonaro supporters, and a whopping 94% think that social media is bad for teenagers. So it seems that despite a climate of rampant disinformation, where it's difficult for the public to tell what's true and what's not, they are, seem to be mostly certain that social media itself can be a bad influence. Avars argues that social media companies themselves are directly responsible for some of this uh, fake news. Have a listen. The platforms unleashed a wave of lies and propaganda to avoid this bill becoming law. In just one instance, evangelicals were told that if this law passed, they would no longer be able to post Bible verses online, which is manifestly untrue. And what's particularly interesting is these kind of scorched earth tactics were nowhere to be seen when Europe was considering the DSA. So the real question here is why do Europeans get better treatment by the platforms than Brazilians? Now, Peter, if we uh, if we open this out more widely, where does this bill fit into worldwide uh, efforts to crack down on social media misuse? Well, we heard their mention of the Digital Services Act here in the EU. Of course, that's perhaps the uh, landmark law which is going to be affecting the biggest number of people in one uh, sort of legislative area. But of course, Brazil, I mean, we're talking about over 200 million people, potentially 165 million regular social media users. So this looks to be the next big game-changing law which could um, make... Uh, these these online platforms fundamentally they change the way they moderate content not just in somewhere like Brazil but at some points it can just be cheaper to make to make changes worldwide on the other side we are seeing other countries uh, which are perhaps not quite as democratic also clamp down on the way that uh, social media com companies operate so we're seeing really sort of two sides of regulation emerge the sort of more democratic countries and the less democratic countries Peter O'Brien thank you very much